Today, you're in for a treat. I invited my dear friend and wonderfully talented national-based brand photographer, Jessica McIntosh, to join me on our virtual couch. We're going to dive deep into authenticity and how radiating your authentic self can accelerate your business and attract the clients that only you were meant to serve. Let's go, Soul Sister. You're listening to the Her Business Beat podcast, where real women share how purpose drives profits and how life harmony can exist with your hustle. I'm Geneva Maresma, the founder of Hearts and Heels, a networking group for women where we work together for flourishing businesses and come together through enriching education and joyful relationships. Whether you're a part-time business owner or a fast-scaling entrepreneur who is also a conscientious leader, you can create soul-led success by fueling your greatest ambitions with pure heart. So pour yourself a cup of coffee or a glass of cab, pop in your AirPods and get ready to check your purpose pulse to create work that matters and the success you desire. All right. So here we are on Her Business Beat. And today we are going to tackle a topic that I think is like super up in front for women right now. I think it's a buzzword we hear a lot. And sometimes we're not quite sure what it means and what it means to us personally. We're going to talk about authenticity. And to talk about this topic, I invited a dear friend of mine, Jessica McIntosh from Nashville, Tennessee. And she is a brand and retreat photographer. She does some other things, but that's kind of where you're leaning right now, right? That's and uh, we met at a retreat back in 2021, I'm trying to think, all those few years run together. So it was fall of 2021, I had gone up to Amber Housley's Inspired Retreat, and um, it was a beautiful, beautiful time, and met Jessica there who was photographing that event. And I think what I loved about you from the first time I met you was that, like, photographers make me nervous. <laughs> But we we can do that. <laughs> you kind of you became part of the event, oh. and I I knew you were obviously taking pictures, but I was able to kind of just like get to know you, and I think building that trust. And I realize that's what you do so well is oh. um, Jessica's funny, but she's real. Like it's not like you know a funny just for the sake of being funny. Like she's funny, <laughs> but I felt I felt comfortable to be myself, and I think all the ladies did. And I saw what beautiful. Oh we got of that. So then when I did a retreat last year, she was the first person that came to mind to photograph my event. Um, and so it was Elevate Retreat last year. So I'm so excited to have you here. And oh, thank you. What a wonderful introduction. Like I just couldn't stop smiling. So thank you. Yeah. So a few things I want to share with the audience though, is that she graduated from OC College of Art with a degree in commercial and digital photography. And she has taken education from industry experts. She has worked with companies. This girl is big time, like Game Lord <laughs> Hotels, Marriott Hotels, uh, Lifeway Christian Resources, the American Heart Association. So when I say like I felt very blessed to have somebody with your skill set and your background, your resume photograph my little retreat, that was like amazing. And, and the women loved you, but... Yeah, it was incredible. It was a highlight of my year. And that's not an overstatement or an understatement. It was, oh, my gosh, I think back on that, I look at those pictures, and it just, it brought me so much life. So I can't thank you enough for bringing me in and trusting me with the ladies that you've created community with. And oh, it means the yes. world to me. It, it was, was it was, it was joy. And it was funny, because yeah, like, right after everyone's like, are we doing this thing again? And I'm like, uh. I 
So, so stay tuned, everyone. Um, we did have some women come in from other states, and so it's open. So stay tuned for Elevate Retreat 2023. So speaking of which, segueing into our topic of authenticity, <laughs> we are in 2023. And yeah. this topic kind of came to mind, I think, as, um, you know, this is the beginning of her business beat as a podcast. And so I was thinking, you know, as I'm going into podcasting world, which is newer for me. I've I've been part of networking world, building membership. So I felt like this was a very natural kind of space for me to grow into, but yeah, I yeah. didn't want to jump on here today and be like, I am some kind of podcasting expert. I don't know much what I'm doing. I'm just trying to create connection for women. I want this to be a couch conversation podcast. I want women wherever they're at, whether they are still in corporate, trying to get their way out of there and into entrepreneurship, or they are pulling seven figures, go girl. Um, and, you know, but they're still trying to find balance. And you and I were talking <laughs> before oh, we recorded about the harmony we're trying to find between growth and sanity. And we said, that'll be a whole yeah. like 10 series or 10 yeah. podcast series. But thinking about authenticity and running into this year and running into new things. And I feel like the last couple years have sort of shaped a lot of our brand directions. And um, I know for myself too, I have found myself in spaces that I'm like, I'm happy I'm here, but I don't know I belong here. I don't know inside if I believe this is where I'm supposed to be or if I've earned it yet. Ooh, and yeah. you go through this really strange um, dynamic with yourself. So wanted to kind of talk to you, Jessica, because I just, I, I think you are great at just showing up as who you are, mm. but I want to ask you, when you think of authenticity, what does it mean to you? Ooh, it's a big question. It is such a buzzword. Um, and I want to commend you for kicking off your first podcast with authenticity. Um, I mean, we're just saying I'm not an expert at this. I'm trying it and I'm giving it my best and here's what I want it to be. And here's what I hope for it to be. And I'm going to show up and not make it perfect and not try to not do it until it's all perfect, just showing up. And I think that's half the battle, um, with authenticity. And I feel like in our curated Instagram feed, social media world that we live in, we are finding that we are craving more and more authenticity. Yeah. Um, and, and it can be such a weird buzzword. And I think the reason it can kind of be so elusive is because it's so different to everyone. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think we can even give like a prescription out for this is authentic because that may not be authentic to the mm -hmm. other woman next to you. You yes. know, her authenticity is going to look very different. Yeah. Um, and so I think kind of just as a, you know, laying the foundation, uh -huh. um, is it, it, you have to be authentic to who you are. So I think it begs the question, who are you? Mm. Um, you know, Ooh. who, who are you, who are you as, as a person, as a woman uh, in your business? Who are you as a mom? We have all these different layers. If you have kids, if you have a spouse, if you have pets, if you have, you know, you have all yeah. these different layers. And so who are you? And I think so often in our digital world, we see lots of voices and lots of pictures and lots of videos of things around us. And so it's very easy to, whether we're projecting uh -huh. or we're, I don't know what the word is. We're just like kind of grabbing whatever's out. Yeah. Us yeah. Sort of taking, absorbing. Yeah. We're absorbing. There you go. Yes. We're absorbing without ever taking inventory yeah. of who we are. Yeah. Uh, gosh. Ooh, that's good stuff, girl. I think, <laughs> and I think, 
you know, you get, you talk, you hit on another huge word identity. And, um, as a copywriter, which is what I do, I often, when I'm talking to people and I'm trying to get behind their brand story, their bios, I find people, they do, we identify ourselves. All of us, a lot of times we'll go into, I'm a mom. I've been a CEO for this long. I have done this for this long. And we'd identify ourselves by the roles we play, all the hats that we wear. Yes, that's right. And so I think that, yes, sometimes we're forgetting that maybe that definition, that identity needs to go deeper and it's into a space of um, what are the core values that resonate with each of us? Absolutely. I think starting like it, uh, something that happened for me in the last two years, I always got super annoyed um, whenever I would, you know, be a part of a conference or a, a webinar or something. And they would always be like, you know, what are your core values or what are your three words or what are, you know, who's your client avatar? You know, all of these questions that they want to ask. And I was always like, I don't know. <laughs> and I didn't want to take the time to figure it out. To be completely yeah. honest, I just wanted to go and not really have to figure it out. Yeah. Um, because it's hard. It's hard taking inventory, yes. especially in a world where so much is thrown at us Yep. to slow down and ask, what do I want? Yes. Well, I have funny you mentioned that well, I find a lot of clients of mine, they struggle with that. So what I did recently was made a, like a 101 core values exercise oh, to have them nice. sort of help, help discover it. And, and I always tell them, I'm like, you can't, um, I'm like God, family and country. Cause that's yeah. what a lot of people throw out. Like, those are my core values. And yeah. I always tell them, I'm like, you know what? Most people would, would align with faith and family and, and, you know, country, but deeper, like, let's go deeper right. because those are things that most of us as Americans align with, but what, what makes you individually tick? Like what That's makes right. you come alive? What makes you righteously angry? You know, what are yeah. all those things that, that play into identity? And so I think when we get into the conversation of authenticity in business, sometimes what I feel like we're doing is confusing authenticity and core values with like, personality. And I think you said something great about just kind of absorbing these things around us yeah, and yeah. trying to find our identity and in, in copycatting someone else. Exactly. Yeah. We're trying to find like what somebody else does and then how can we change it just a little bit to maybe mm-hmm. fit more like us or even worse, we see somebody and we're like, well, how can I just be the less expensive version of them? <laughs> Which is like, I mean, like, I'm just going to call it out. Like, and I think there's also like some knockoff that said, Hey, how can I be the knockoff of this person? Like, I'll just take the, you know, I don't have to make as much money with them. It's fine. I'm just going to kind of take what they do and then, you know, make it work for me. And also I think there's some of that, like, I'm not hating on, we all have to start somewhere. Yes. You know, we all have to start somewhere. That journey looks different for everybody. What inspires you? How'd you get to where you are? How are you good at what you're good at? You know? And so sometimes there's a little bit of that copycat in there until, until you yes. take the time to figure out who you are. Yes, and I think that's, yeah. that's the biggest, you have to take the time to do it. You have to ask about those core values because yeah. that is going to ooze into everything. That's going to ooze into every yes or no that you give yes. to a client, into your prices, into yeah. your service, into yeah. how much time you want to be devoting to your business. Are you somebody who is a full-time in your job, in your um if you're an entrepreneur, service provider, whatever yeah. you are, yeah, is that your full time? Is this like a side hustle for right now? And let's not be mad about a side hustle. There's no. nothing. There's no shame in the side hustle. No, um, I think most of us are you? in a side hustle. You know, like that's if, right. Yeah, and that might somewhere. Change. Yeah, 
yeah. one of the biggest, like, I mean, I know I keep saying the biggest, but like <laughs> there's many big things there. Yes. Um, but one of the things is like with authenticity is, you know, taking the time to do it, to figure out who you are and answering those yeah. questions so that you know how to be authentic rather than just kind of regurgitating what you've heard. Yes. And also something that I'm, I'm learning to give myself a lot of grace with is that we are constantly changing people. Mm-hmm. So what was authentic for you two years ago, five years ago, five months ago mm-hmm. may have changed. Yeah. And it is okay to not just try to cling to something that once was, or maybe something we once presented to clients or something that a service that we once offered because we feel like we have to, because we were being so authentic, but maybe that's not true to who we are today. It's kind of like, it's like trying to squeeze into that dress that you wore. So beautifully five years ago <laughs> and you right. trying to zip that thing up and you are you know, like dying and you got your spanks on and it's just not fitting right. And you don't feel <laughs> yes. right in it and you feel weird. Right. But it's I think so you're perfect. absolutely right. Is that we don't, we don't sometimes accept that we all change and we all go through different seasons of life and, and we are not the same people that we were two years ago, five years ago. And that's, and that's, that's good. Right. That means we're evolving. That means that yeah. we're growing. And so how do we embrace that growth and show up as ourselves and not yeah. that knockoff of someone else? Nobody wants to buy the fake Louis. Well, I guess some people do, you know, but <laughs> given the choice, given that's the choice right. of the real deal and the fake, you're going to want the real thing. You're going to want the real thing. Absolutely. <laughs> or, or nobody, nobody wants to see the cover band if they could see. The real deal. Like That's Jessica right. knows I'm a massive John Mayer fan. Now the whole world can know too. But you He's know, you offered me concert with John Mayer and on the same night I get to go see like the guy that covers him. Hello. <laughs> you want to go see John Mayer. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love that. That's such a great analogy. Yeah, but great conversation. But you know, so as as we kind of try to stumble through this thing of finding out who we are and this continual process. And then you're right. We have to discover these things and do the hard work because everything we put out for our brand emits from this internal place. So if I am confused in identity and I'm just picking and choosing the fruits of people that I like, and there's nothing wrong with being inspired by people in our industry. I love that. And then I'm just serving them up as, as my own. As your entree. As my entree. And it shows up differently all the time. It confuses audiences. And if we, you know, are trying to be seen. Of course, we all want to be seen. Yeah. We have to sound and look and resonate in a way that's familiar to people and shows up consistently to people such that they recognize our voice when we speak. And, um, you know, so I, I also think that we've kind of gotten into the space of like, you know, authenticity means like, I just say whatever the heck I want, you know, and I, I have no filter and, there's definitely space. And you know what? There are brands that do that great. Like they have, they have marketed themselves and cornered their market and being this very edgy outspoken. And some of them can even like use certain choice language and somehow it fits them. Mm -hmm. But I think we have to be careful and because it's attracting a certain person to their brand because they've done that all the way through. That's who they are authentically. But otherwise you run the risk of offending <laughs> many of the people around you. And it's, it doesn't sound right probably for you. It doesn't feel yeah. right. Well, and it's kind of like that. If you have to wear a mask 
you know, in your business to show up and you keep attracting, you're going to attract the people that your mask is showing, Yeah, you know, and then if on the inside, you're like, this just isn't right or something, you know, the deal keeps falling apart. Things kind of don't gel. You just feel like you're working so hard and it's not really getting anywhere. You know, those things are, you're just exhausted. Maybe like, you know, you keep running into these client issues or maybe not like maybe things are kind of working, but you just feel super unsatisfied. You know, you just feel like, the spark is gone. And And I want to be careful to say like, just because a spark is gone, it doesn't mean you need to change everything you're doing. No, maybe you just need a break. (laughs) And and I think part of it is sometimes, you know, we, we were all women. We could talk here openly. I think we're afraid sometimes to just show up as we are, because we don't truly often believe that there's something so special about us, just the way we come, that that's what somebody wants. Preach. Preach. Yes. Oh man. So, so we try that. to put on this strong persona of what we think people want. And then that's when it feels icky. And that's when yes. we actually don't sell well. Um, we don't show up well because, and it's exhausting when you have to constantly put on the mask of what you think other people want to buy who they yeah. want. to buy. And so like when I see that happening or when that's happened for me, because I want to be super clear, like that is working on finding my voice. And what I've done is something I've made huge progress on in the last two years. And I want to say full two years because one, I haven't arrived because I don't think we ever arrive at just being authentic. I think it's going to continually move, but I think a big thing is it's practice. Yeah. And it's practice showing up imperfectly. It's practice showing up and using our voice or finding that client and say, oh, I don't think that worked. And then being okay to change it the next time. I feel like over the last two years, I've tried a lot of things. I've photographed lots of different things to figure out where actually am I serving clients the best. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it was for a long time. I shot weddings for 15 years. Mm -hmm. And when I started to feel this pull of not feeling like weddings was really where I was giving my best work and where I needed to show up full time, I kept saying like, I just really love photographing women. And that felt really weird for a really long time. Um, and it, even it's, it's hard because when someone asks, you know, like, oh, what do you do? And I say, oh, I'm a photographer. And they go, oh, cool. Do you shoot weddings? And I go, well, sometimes. And they're like, oh, what do you shoot? And I'm like, women. <laughs> I always feel like a creeper. But now it's developed because it felt so weird for such a long time. But I kept thinking, I do like photographing women. But now it's I've learned like, as I've practiced and as I've kept just doing this, trying different things, showing up, finding different people it's women's branding and retreats and conferences, which also doesn't sound super glamorous or like, there's not really a category. Like people Mm -hmm. are kind of like, Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) I love it. And that's where I've been able to show up and find that one of my giftings is encouragement. Mm. And in that space, I get to show up and encourage women. You just took the the answer to the question. I was going to look at you just said it, look at you. Because I was going to say, I didn't ask you this like in any kind of pre-podcast interview, but I was curious, like what is one of those core values that, that Mm. is why you show up for women so well? Like why that, when you put on the woman dress, why that fits you so nicely (laughs) that you're an encourager. And I, and she is, and if you've ever had the, the pleasure and the, um, it's just, it's wonderful to, to do pictures with you, to take photographs with you is you are an encourager. And I think, you know, I told you before we did some pictures of like, oh, I'd put on, you know, five, eight pounds during COVID and I was feeling really funky. And 
wanted to, you know, had those thoughts of like, let me wait, let me do this. But you not just encouraged, you didn't just encourage me like in the shoot that we did at the retreat, but it was just during that time of talking beforehand of just like, just show up who you are. And because there's never a best time because we're always picking ourselves apart for something else. Right. When you're always, we're always going to have something that is going to cause us to wait. You mm-hmm. know, it's not time. This doesn't fit me the way it wants. I need to, I want to have this done to my face. I'm too yeah. busy. I'm too tired. <laughs> I, my schedule's too busy. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, you always have these reasons for why not. Yeah. Um, and so, and also I think we feel like so much is finite. You yeah. know, if I take these one branding pictures or this one headshot, I'm not going to have another one for five years. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Especially in our digital world, yeah. um, you know, you might not have the big photo shoot with a, you know, a particular photographer that you've yeah. been dreaming of or something multiple times a year, but you can get in front of a camera, yeah. you know, like it's okay to know, again, it's this fear of like, once we do something, it can't yeah. change. We can't yeah. evolve. Um, the investment is going to be too great. I'm not worth investing in more than one time. amount of time. <laughs> yeah. And so it's some of it, it's a lot of inner work of you're yeah. worth it. You're worth the time. You're worth the investment, just like you are right now. Whether you lose a pound or get a facelift or get more sleep or drink more water or whatever Mm -hmm. it is you think you need to do, you, just like you are, are worthy of stepping up because you're serving someone and someone needs to be served. And so the longer you hide, the longer that you're missing out on serving these these people. You yeah, know, for your purpose and what you're great at and what you bring to the table. So gosh, that's, I mean, it's Ooh. a lot. It applies to everything, right? It's photographs. It's how we show yeah. up on our website or social media channels. And yes. like you said, and, and getting past this finite mentality that how I show up today, what feels right today, I have to stick with and play this whole thing out forever and ever and always. Amen. When okay. you, you know, in two years, because I know my target audience has changed in the last couple of years, yours has doesn't mean I have changed at my core, but how I might need to shift my presentation a little bit has changed. And it feels funky at first because Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I've done this thing for so long and now, but I really love this thing and it feels really good when I do it. So it's just allowing ourselves grace to move through that journey and flow through it. And like you said, do it imperfectly and not feel like we've got to be all things to all people and show up as superhuman woman in business. Um, that's right. Afraid to crack. And that's right. Yeah. I mean, any of us, I think can speak to, you know, not the oversharing obviously, but whenever we've been in a group, um, and I would say in particularly a group of women yeah. where we just, you know, you don't, no matter what you do, perception is everything. Yeah. So, you know, we're not always going to be perceived no matter how hard you work the way that you want, because someone else has their stuff that they're bouncing off of you that has nothing to do with you, mm-hmm. but for what you have control over and for what you're putting into the world, you have to be happy with it. Um, yeah. and you have to show up with you every single day. Yeah. And so, you know, ask, like, take the time to ask yourself the hard questions. Who are you? What do you want? And who do you want to serve? And what are you good at? Like, just start mm-hmm. making a list even of what are you good at? Like, it's okay. Like for me, it felt really, really weird to write down. I'm good at encouraging people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's something I'm good at. And it took a long time for me to say like, well, so what? <laughs> well, I think sometimes you know, you feel like, so what? That we perceive to be softer gifts, softer yes. skills. Yeah. We don't realize the impact of those. We need the encouragement right. in the world. And, and that's none right. of those values are any less than another one. And no. 
Um, and you also and don't realize how special your gift is because mm-hmm. I hear encouragement and I think, so what, isn't everybody encouraging? And a friend of mine who struggles with mm-hmm. encouraging, she said, no, no. She, and, I, and she's like one of my dearest friends, yeah. she's one of my best friends. And she was like, you know me. She's like, I really struggle with encouragement. I was like, huh, I guess you do. But, but yeah. she's so strong in so many other yeah. areas. Like she's an yeah. incredible teacher. And oh my gosh, she's so incredible at so many other things. Yeah. But it's so funny that we devalue what it is we're good at. And I think I was listening to another podcast. It was like a devotional or something. And they were talking one day about encouragement. I was like, oh, wasn't this timely? What do I need to know about it? And they said, um, oftentimes encouragement is so important because it feels like home when you're a long way away. Mm. it's like looking into the distance and feeling like, I just, I don't know if I can make it home. And mm-hmm. when you get encouragement, it feels just like a little bit of home. Oh, and I, I was love like, that. wow, like that really is important. Yeah. If all I do is show up and give people a little sense of home that they belong and that they're almost yeah. there and that they're making it. That's pretty valuable. And if they get some good pictures along with it, that's, that's awesome. Even, that's but if you're, but if you're serving a population of of clients that you no longer, it's not that you can't encourage people in in weddings or right. family. Right. But if you know that your your gifts are best used in a different area, and that's kind of where you're being tugged to, yeah, you've got to follow that. Like I know for myself, I know one of my core values is innovation, being innovative. And it sounds weird as a writer that she's innovative. I'm not like some great inventor, but I'm an outside the box thinker. So that makes me a good problem solver. And Mm -hmm. I have learned which kinds of clients I really like problem solving their communications for and which ones are snooze fast for me. And I am not (laughs) motivated to, and then I don't show up well for them. So it's not, it's not good for us to go, well, I can still help this person or, you know what, that's money I don't want to lose. If, if it's not feeling right, if it's not fitting well anymore is mm-hmm. to let that go because you know what, somebody else has the gifts and the core values that will serve them. Yes. And that's and so good. You're blocking, yourself, that. you're blocking yourself from that person to where your values, your giftings can really, really serve. And so yes. That's something I, I, of course, cause we all have this fear of, of scarcity, like not having Ooh. enough. And if That's I don't, right. if I don't take on this thing, you, cause it's a big project and it could pay me well that I don't know, like I'm going to lose out, but I'll tell you what, cause I've done it <laughs> guilty yeah. party one here. There is Same nothing girl. worse. There's nothing worse than working on a project that you feel completely out of a line with. It is the most exhausting yeah. You are ready to give all the money back because yes. it's not, <laughs> it's it's not worth it. Fun. It's not fun. It's not fun. Yeah. Well, it's not fun for you. And they ultimately don't end up with what they need. No. And I love what you just said, because I feel like as women um, that are like it, as a woman and in the industry that you're creating and the community that you're creating and the women you want to highlight, that's such a, what you said a minute ago is so valuable that we want to blaze a path for us to get to the clients we want. And because by leaving behind the clients that we don't serve well, we're leading a path for the next person to come back and use Mm -hmm. their gifts for that person. Just because you're leaving a client behind, it doesn't mean they were a bad client. There's anything wrong with them. Doesn't mean that their needs, you know, they were too needy or anything like that. It just meant maybe you couldn't serve them as well as someone else could. And by holding on to that, you're taking an opportunity away from another woman who can light it up and do something incredible mm-hmm. while you get to move on and do something incredible. Like 
If we then, all would just keep working yes. in our gifting. And then there's this beautiful thing <sighs> called reciprocity. Ooh, and yeah. when that person that you've left that work for gets something that doesn't fit their wheelhouse or their yes. giftings and doesn't authentically suit them, they will remember you and pay that yes. forward. And oftentimes it fits you. And yes. so I think that that's why I'm very passionate about networking. One of the reasons is that, and our networking group in Tampa is called Hearts and Heels, but we are an open group, meaning there's no seats. You don't, you know, you're not the only yeah. photographer, the only writer potentially. But because of that, if we can appreciate, if we know ourselves well first, yeah. and then we can appreciate who others are and we can all come into the space knowing who we are and who we serve and who yeah. you are and who you serve then we can build a great community. And then there's no need for ugly competition and nope. that's fine. And you took her and uh, no. no, we can. A rising tide yeah, we, lifts all ships. And so right. I love, I always love that quote. It comes to me when I think about you and when I think about everything that you're doing in Tampa with the women's the group that you're creating, I see you lifting up. Like I'm a photographer and I'm your friend. And I see you lifting up other photographers and like other and sharing about what they're doing. And I'm always like, that's incredible. Like, I love that Thank that you. is like, it's just feeding, it's feeding that gift of reciprocity. It's feeding, yeah. it's, it's fighting against scarcity. Yes. And yes. you know, it's not, um, it's not about like, I have my one person that I'm always going to use forever and ever. Amen. And yeah. nobody else can do it right. because you get, and you're living out the, there's enough for all of us. And yes. I want everybody to live in their giftings because you know, yeah. this one person I know, they might not gel with this person over here. It might not be their person, but I might know somebody else that there's that is their person and can meet their needs the best. And that's just incredible to see you actively doing that where you are. And we're not just talking about it in theory in a podcast. Like, yeah. I love it. Well, thank you. And, and you know, it's funny because I don't think, I mean, I hope I'm an encouraging person, but I don't think it's probably in my top three giftings or core values, but connection is. And mm. I, I get like some kind of high happens to me when I go, you know what, this person and this person fit together, they need to meet each other. They will be BFFs or they're going to be great business besties. And like that, that feels really good, you know? So I think there's a, there's a, it's almost a selfish nature to serving because, um, actually it was, I think it was Phoebe on friends. One episode, she was telling <laughs> Joey that none of us does anything, any good work, without getting something out of it, that every good work we do is somehow selfishly mm. motivated. So they went back and mm. forth, but it's kind of true, right? We do these yeah. things, but it feels so good, you know? And yes. so the, the payoff for us is that we feel aligned. We feel authentic. We know that the work we're doing is where we're supposed to be in this moment and this time. Mm-hmm. And it's girl, I have, I have loved this conversation. Me too. I think Jessica and I could talk like... <laughs> We talk all night, all day. We could. I was going to say, well, we talked an entire car ride um, and like overnight, just like, like we could just keep talking in circles. So yeah, if you but, ever need someone just to talk to. Yeah, no, this was, this was wonderful. And I so appreciate your time, your input, you being real and just sharing of yourself and kind of um, helping encourage all these women, wow. hopefully listening that as we move into 2023 is to just embrace that journey of finding yourself and who you serve and just being you and not trying to mask. And then I think being aware is that when you start feeling like you're putting on the mask is get real with yourself. What's that mask? Is that the mask of fear? Mm -hmm. Is it the mask of uh, feeling that you're an imposter? You're not good enough to be where you are yet. 
is oh, yeah. a mask of, I don't want people to know about what I did before my past, my mess ups, my hangups, you know? And so yeah. I think that's where community yeah. is so vital too, is just to keep each other mask free and accountable. Yes, and, I love it. Oh, you know what? You're better than this. You can show that's up right. as yourself. And um, so that's thank right. you, girlfriend. I really appreciate you. Thank you. You're incredible. This has been so much fun. And I can't wait to see all the women that are just encouraged and lifted up around you because of this. It's going to be awesome. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Thanks, Jessica. Bye, Geneva. Bye. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. If you feel freer to step all the way into your authentic self this year, please share this podcast with a sister whose mission the world needs to, or leave us a comment telling us how you were encouraged. Thanks for listening and be sure to save her business beat in your favorites to catch each episode.